Hey folks, I'm Tom. And I'm Vince. Welcome to Friday Night Beers, a show where two guys who know too much about pop culture and not enough about beer try some beers and explain them in a way that you may understand. But that you probably won't, and it'll only make sense to us. Either way, we hope you're entertained. And we're glad you're here with us on a Friday, and thanks for listening. So, you know, Vince, this is uh, this is going to be an exciting one, I feel, for a number of reasons, and I think you should introduce it this time. What do you think? I, I agree. I, I'll tell you what we're drinking. We're drinking a la salute. It's an Italian-style pilsner, and it's from Pipeworks Brewing and J.P. Graziano, and from what I know, you're pretty stoked about the description, so I'm going to turn it over to you here. <laughs> I'm extremely stoked. Uh, for those who don't know, J.P. Graziano is an Italian sandwich shop in Chicago. Now, I have not been there, but I love Italians. I love <laughs> the people. Um, a lot of my friends listening right now are probably foaming at the mouth. And let me tell you, this description does not disappoint, so... Let me uh, let me give it my best shot. Yes, that is correct. That's the first sentence of the description. Yes, that is correct. We collaborated with the real Chicago legends at J.P. Graziano Delivery to create this crispy, refreshing, spritzy-hopped pilsner. What is an Italian-style pilsner, you ask? It's a slightly hoppier, dry lager. In this case, it's a lager that pairs excellently with a sandal from the one and only J.P. Graz. That is what is actually on the website. I have to say, that is that's a perfect reading. It literally sounds like a Chicago accent trying to do an Italian accent. Yes, and um, also at the end later on it says, "Don't skip on the cannoli." So, Whoa. don't skip on the cannoli is another way you could say that. But I, I restrained myself that time. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Did you? you came in real hot there. <laughs> let me let me just say, there's not going to be a lot of restraint on this pod. Good. Good. Um, long story short. Uh, this is going to be a unique pilsner, I think, and specifically, it's you know I don't know where else you would find this other than here in Chicago. Hey, uh, it sounds like it, and I'm excited for the first of many Tomcasts where <laughs> I'm just along for the ride. <laughs> I'm gonna wind you up, and we're gonna see where this bad boy goes. Yeah, I I don't get a lot of passion projects on this show, <laughs> but Italian culture is is definitely one of those. So. Um, well, let's I, take a look at the can. Yeah, for a second here, it, there's uh, a gigantic Italian sub. What on appears to be a forklift? Yeah, it, like uh, no, 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 no. It's not a forklift. If you see, it's it's like a, a crane. A crane is uh, lifting it. You're right? right. Yes. Yeah, and um, I have to be honest. Before I noticed it was a sandwich, I thought it was like a boat. I thought it was a boat. Oh. If you look at it from this little angle right here. Do you see that? I do see that now. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I thought it was a boat, but it's it's a sandwich. Well, the, uh, Italians will know that gondolas are very popular in Italy. Are, do we have confirmation <laughs> that they're popular? I just feel like they're not. I feel like they're the most I, touristy I, thing in the I, world. I, you know, I really don't know. I've never been to Venice, but I've heard things. And I, My grandmother's like straight from Italy, and, and I've never been back to Italy. It's honestly her great shame. Yeah. I was trying to segue boats in Italy, and that was really the only place that I could go. There so. really is nowhere else to go, <laughs> even though if you ever watch the Italian job, you know many people have small motorboats. Yeah, and yes. there's a lot of other Italian movies that I think we're going to get into, but we should just we should just go for it now. I'm, Let me preface this yeah. by saying, as a rule, I generally don't love the taste of Pilsners. So... We're going to see what happens here. There have been a couple Pilsners that I've had that have been very smooth and very delicious. 
Mm. And I don't know where this is going to fall. Something tells me that given that it's a collab with the sandwich shop, um, it's probably not going to be as smooth and crisp as I'd like. But again, I need a very smooth and crisp Pilsner to really like it. So Yeah. Well, I think uh, I think that's enough preface for me. Let's crack these open and see where it goes. Salud! Salud! Oh, my goodness. Yeah, sorry, I forgot. It's um, speaking of frothing at the mouth. <laughs> uh, yeah, these were hastily uh, walked over to our they were, recording studio. <laughs> they were lugged 3.9 miles at an aggressive pace. <laughs> Yeah. All right. I apologize for nothing. The um. All right. Like the foam is subsiding for me. Mm-hmm. No real scent that I can tell, but it's a pilsner. So. Well, maybe you have COVID. <laughs> oh, well, I'm I'm vaccinated, folks. <laughs> so that can't be the case. Okay. Okay. I I I, I like it. Hey. Okay. That's a bad. This is a hard working. This is a hard work. I almost said hard working sandwich. This is a hard working <laughs> beer right here. This is a blue collar. I'm coming in off after a long shift at uh, at the factory, and I'm getting a cold beer right this minute. Have you ever Have you ever watched Shameless? Oh yeah. This is a beer that is on tap at the Alibi Room. Okay. Far and away, 100. percent Well, I hope it's from one of the first four seasons because talk about a show that goes off the rails and lasted way too long that's everything lasts way too long everything name something that name something that doesn't last too long um breaking bad i'm sure someone out there thinks it lasted too long um no good point didn't expect you to get it on the first try yeah sorry (laughs) i I didn't mean to burst your bubble there but i also i'm you know i'm a little bit harsh on shameless because like i loved that show right out out of the gate and i was one of my favorite must watch every week shows i watched from the first season like live on and about around the fifth season i started to notice a noticeable dip in quality and um then i found out like almost the whole thing is filmed in la and they like promote themselves as like a chicago it's a chicago show uh not the case it's almost all done on the warner brothers lot well i mean next they'll be telling us that this wasn't really brewed in chicago (laughs) It, this definitely feels like it was. You know what this kind of reminds me of? This reminds me of... Uh, have you ever had Schlitz? Yes. Yeah. Interesting. It kind of reminds me... And I'm not saying that Schlitz is like good or bad. It just reminds me of that. That's interesting. I'll tell you right now. Like If, it were, if there were a cartoon a rendering of how this was made, a little tongue-in-cheek, it would literally be... A factory worker, someone getting off the line and yeah. literally just walking over to like a, a keg and just wringing out <laughs> their shirt and just dropping all the sweat and hard work yeah. and appreciation for a cold beer at the end of the day. And that's what it tastes like. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you know what else I'm realizing now? Like most. Italian beers are considered like kind of fancy. You know, you got your Stella Artois, your Peroni. It's like, now, now hear me out. When I say fancy, I mean like it's the kind of like beer that like hoity toity people order at restaurants, you know, whether like they're waiting for a table or they're having like something with like a nice meal. But this does not scream that to me at all. No, it's it's definitely a blue collar beer. It's got some character. 
Speaking of character, talk to me about Italians. What do you like? What do you dislike? What's your favorite Italian reference? <laughs> um, probably either forget about it or... That's not a real Italian reference. Come on. Um, also, I've, I'm thinking about specifically from the show The Sopranos. Oh! There's just a lot of that. <laughs> oh, Maron! Like, there's... I love just, like, the way they accentuate and punctuate words. Um, I also went to school with a lot of kids who had incredibly Italian-sounding names. Uh, shout out my locker partner, Mark Donatelli. Wow. Yeah. Wow. A very Italian name. And the most Italian of the group, he was the king of the Italian names, Biagio Calzante. Hmm. Now, he wasn't in my grade. I didn't know him too well. But let's just say his bench press was more than his uh, squat, which is highly unusual. Again, not to like, not to go there, but I feel like he gets off the bench press and he just immediately starts chomping on a, chomping <laughs> on just a big mortadella. <laughs> yeah, you know. And there would be a lot of kids who'd be like, "Hey, man, you want to go to Johnny's Beef after school? It's in Elmwood Park. Like Elmwood Park's got a lot of Italians. Johnny's Beef." So you're a fan of the yeah. American Italian? Yes. Absolutely. How do you feel about Italian Italians, like straight from Italy? Could you do without them? <laughs> well, I mean, I, again, I don't have a ton of experience visiting the country. I have zero, actually. But I just, like, I love I love mobster movies. I love the food. I love The Sopranos. Like, I, it's just something that my friends and I talk about. We used to actually have, like, fake Italian names for one another. I love that. Yeah. Well, one of, one of the big ones was Alfredo Mingoni. Alfredo Mingoni. Yeah. <laughs> and at the risk of offending almost every Italian person I know, uh, we used to throw a lot of different Italian names up, up on the wall and just see where it goes. They almost all ended in vowels. Well, so I grew up and my, my mother spoke Italian, fluent Italian with her mother. And of course, I don't know any Italian outside yeah. of like really minor things. Like right. my grandma used to call me Stella and I, I think Stella is star. <laughs> Not 100% sure. I, sure. Know, I know the classic Bambino. I know uh, Louis is he. Because every time I heard that, they were talking yeah. about one of us. And we had to try and figure out which one. Yeah. And then my favorite was uh, Fanculo. <laughs> which literally means... I, I Can I say, fuck you? <laughs> fuck yourself. I think so, yeah. It's, it's, it's supposed to be Vafangulo. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm dying to quote some Sopranos lines, but they're almost like too filthy for this show. Yeah, I, this is a this is a family. Well, we already said it's not a family. It's not a show. It's but, not totally family friendly, but you know, just watch the Sopranos. You'll you'll pick up some words that you'd be surprised to find out the meaning of. Uh, what's his name? Stephen Van Zant. Yeah, he's in the Sopranos, right? Sure is. He's also in a Netflix series that my parents were obsessed with. Was it Lilyhammer? Yes, the first Netflix original. Did you know this? Is it? Yeah, everyone thinks it's, it's House of bad. Cards. Really? <laughs> I, I've it's never seen house. it. Yeah, it's honestly not bad. I mean, listen, that guy is the most stereotypical American uh, Italian you can get, which is weird because I don't know what Van Zant is, but it's absolutely well. Did, did you also know that he was in Bruce Spring and the East Street, Street Band? Band? Yeah. yeah. I, Dude, I'm telling you, all you have to do is get one foot in with like a, whether it's music or whether it's music or sorry, I burped. Whether it's yeah. music or, or movies, and then you're just pretty much in. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> they yeah. just immediately assume that you're talented at everything. Well, I mean, to be fair, he was great as Silvio. 
he Silvio also used to do like in multiple episodes an impression of Mike Michael from The Godfather. So, <laughs> just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna table the impressions for now. I think we should try this out of the glass. Yeah, I don't honestly. I this might be worse out of the glass. I don't strike this as a. This honestly feels like it should be out of a a bottle. No. <laughs> Should be it should be right out of uh, right at the end of an assembly line. <laughs> like what this would be like, you know how like Egyptians when they were like building the pyramids, they would just give them like a giant tub of mead at the end of like. Do you know this? No, I didn't know. Yeah, this. That, I read. I didn't read this. I watched a documentary about like the history of beer, and they said that like they used to like have a lot of nutrients and proteins in the old beer recipes. So. These like slaves who built the pyramids. At the end of the day, they would give them this huge cauldron per person of beer, and they would all drink it. That's kind of how I picture this, but like the modern day version of that. Interesting. So, I'm probably flubbing some of the histories there. When you said when you said slaves, obviously we all I think we all know the story of the the Hebrews. Yeah, they were a huge part of that. But I'm pretty sure that the Egyptians didn't really care. They they took slaves wherever they could get them. Right. And so I was thinking that, you know, possibly Italian. Maybe and I have to say, as soon as I thought about that, saying possibly Italian might be my favorite descriptor of all time. <laughs> like just throw it yeah. in there. Throw it in. He's he's 40. Uh, he works at a bank. He's got great possibly hair, Italian. possibly Italian, and then just keep going. Yeah. I promise you someone'll come back and be like, "Did you just say possibly Italian?" Okay. It's unclear. Now, I'm going to float this out there, and you tell me if this is just totally off base or not, but is Super Mario the most iconic Italian pop culture character in world history? That's... I I think... (laughs) First, I'd like to say that I do not speak for (laughs) Italians... At all, I have a feeling that there's someone in Italy listening to this right now. Yeah. Going, Don't you say it! I'm not talking. I'm not talking about like real historic Italian figures. I'm talking about just like the biggest thing that's ever been like loosely Italian, as you are describing. It has to be Mario, right? Yeah, I I don't know. I, I it's either, it's Mario or it's sadly it's probably uh, just gangs in New York. The mafia. Yeah. That that might be it. Well, I would say Culturally. it's it's either got to be the Godfather or or this. Yeah, <laughs> or Mario, and also just the evolution of the Mario character is absolutely insane. Like he goes from a New York City plumber to like guy who can do like any sport. Is like wildly talented. <laughs> at, he doesn't look athletic, he but he's jump. fantastic. I mean, if Mario did the combine, like his stats would be off the charts. He would run like a sub four forty. His his vertical leap would be like I don't know ten yards. It he's would... a he's a workout warrior though, a real Mike Mamula. Another Italian, yeah, Italian bust. I just I haven't even tried this out of the glass. I'm no, so wrapped no. up in this. Just loving loving Italians. I don't. I don't taste that much of a difference. I just feel. I feel like I shouldn't be drinking it out of a glass. I feel like I should be drinking out of like a pewter mug. You know. Yeah. A pewter mug that's been passed down from generations, all the way down to me, and now I am drinking it in my college house. Yeah. The first of my family to go to college. 
<laughs> um, yeah, I feel the same way. I feel like I belong like I want to pour back in the can. I feel like I belong at Billy Goat Tavern before like a Blackhawks game, <laughs> and someone just handed me a picture, and I'm like, they're like, "What's that?" It's like it's Alice Salute, all right? <laughs> yeah, Alice Salute. <laughs> That sounds hoity-toity. It's not. Just throw it fucking back. You want one of those? You get a Peroni down the street. Where? Um, I, I don't know what's down the street. Somewhere fancy. Yeah. Somewhere fancy. Um, yeah. It's, it's interesting. Like, if you didn't tell me that this was a Pipeworks collab, I would have zero idea that this was even, like, brewed. You, you, just, know. you would assume that it was... Uh, exclusive to J.P. Graziano. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would Graziano assume that it was like, you know, Mama Graziano's like famous recipe or something. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, I, I want to, what I want to do is I want to rate this. And I, culturally, like pop culturally, I think we've sort of already hit it. This beer is literally the hardest working beer I've ever had. Yeah. This beer, this it's Popeye. This beer is Popeye. <laughs> it's a sailor. Yeah. It's like, it's had its spinach and it's, that, 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 I'm ready to roll. It's unpretentious. It is. Uh, it's light. You could have one of these and go home, or you could you could have it all night, no problem. I gotta be honest. I think you ha- if you have one of these, you're just not doing it the way that J.P. Graziano intended. It seems like one that you should have too many of, and then go home and fall asleep on your good chair. <laughs> yeah. Watching the White Sox in a recliner. Yeah. Always in a recliner. Yeah, it honestly like it seems like the personification of that guy uh, who sings the favorite actor Dennehy, favorite drink old duels. Uh, what's his name? He does like a Chicago sports theme song. No idea. Is it Dennehy? Dennehy or something? I, don't, I know. It's not. I'm, you're the Irish one. I know. I and I, I also I just want to apologize to the entire nation of Italy for. <laughs> Listen, we haven't we haven't even brought up. There's two things I want to bring up. Another another good comparison for this beer would be. Uh, Who's the guy who's in Mike and Molly? Mike from Mike and Molly. That's the actor. Yeah. Oh yeah. Billy. Billy something. He's now in some sort of. Uh, he's in a Kitruda new Truda commercial. He's also in a new show that has like the same exact premise. Bob Hart's Abishola. Yeah. 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 I think I watched a quarter of. An yeah. This. Of that. This is actually. This is a Kevin James. This whole. Oh, that's interesting. This beer is yeah. a Kevin James. Like Kevin James. Um, you know, always popping up in, you know, semi-family-friendly semi comedies. He's also kind of in the Adam Sandler crew, and, like, they're very unpretentious. Um, and he would also crush an Italian sub in no time. Yes, I'll give you that. Um, I, I do want to make one mention here because a show that's very near and dear to both of our hearts has many, many inside jokes about Italians that are not really true. At all, Thirty Rock. Yes. So I, I think maybe what I'll ask from you is give me your favorite Italian reference from Thirty Rock, and then your rating of this beer. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> it's been a while since I watched Thirty Rock, so I might not have the exact reference, but um, I I'm gonna give this beer a I'm gonna give it a three, a three out of five. It's It'd be a crime to make it any higher. Or yeah, lower. I can't. It's certainly not a five, and it's it. Honestly, I don't think it wants to be. No, it would never ask to be absolutely a five. So, not. Um, yeah, if you're if you're tra- trying to have a, a sandwich and a beer, like this is this is it. They nailed it. They yeah. nailed it. Yeah. How about you? 
I'm going to give it, i got to put it right in the middle, three. It's yeah. a three out of five. It doesn't aspire to be any more. It's a crime to make it any less. It's a good beer. I think any higher, and it would lose its target audience. And I think my favorite Italian reference, it's one I don't understand at all because I've never been in one. But uh, I think it's Jack talking to Liz, and he goes, come on. What is this, an Italian airport? <laughs> what does that mean? What happens in an Italian airport? I want to know. I certainly don't know. And um, I don't know what it's like to skip on the cannoli, but I, I guess we did skip on the cannoli, as the description said. <laughs> Imagine if I just pulled cannolis <laughs> out of my pocket That's right what now. you think. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, hey, hey Maron! <laughs> well, folks, thank you for <laughs> indulging us on this uh Wild Italian ride. Uh, I had a lot of fun. I enjoyed myself. Um, please make sure to uh, subscribe and rate our podcast and follow our Instagram page at friday.night.beers. Yeah. Some good I, stuff on there. Additionally, if you're listening on Apple, Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, whatever yeah. it is, if you go ahead and rate our podcast and leave us a nice comment, if it's creative enough and we enjoy it, I don't know. Maybe we'll read it. Yeah. No. We certainly might. We. You never know how we're going to There's been react. some good ones. I mean, what's the, there was one where you were like, I genuinely don't know who this yeah, is. Somebody was wanting to drink at 10 in the morning. We're not going to tell you what time. But um, seriously, we do thank you all for listening. Uh, I'm Tom. And I'm Vince. This has been Friday Night Beers, where we have clear eyes, full cans. Mas booze. Opa. That's great. <laughs> That's wrong culture. I wanted to say it too, though. <laughs> I, I don't mess up that. We're going we're gonna to leave it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>